morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. <clears throat> I thought I'd talk a little bit about websites today because there's a couple people I know who just rolled out new websites and I have opinions about them and about websites in general and what they're uh, what works well with them in the context of uh, like a like a solo operator who's trying to sell their thing in the world. And I think that in many instances a bad website or a website that does these things poorly is worse than having no website. Because if it is worse than your social media then it all it does is drag down people's perceptions of you. So ideally it is better than your social media in that it is it does what your social media does well but it does it in a sort of a fixed permanent way that gives people information without it getting buried by new stuff all the time. So the first mistake that I see a lot is people people don't have a picture of themselves on their web page. Ideally, right at the top on the home page. Not necessarily the very first thing you see, but right there without much scrolling, they should see a photo of you looking friendly, if not smiling, so that they make a connection with you. And you might think, well, it's not necessary. People don't need to see a photo of me. Well, then why do we have biopics in social media? And you might be uncomfortable with the idea of a biopic being a photo of you, but the fact that they exist is an indication that it's a deeply human desire to judge people based on their faces. And I don't mean that in a, are you attractive, are you not? But it's like, we make subconscious judgments about whether we want to proceed with this use of our time based on the sense that we get from looking at someone's face. Are they friendly? Are they honest? Are they trustworthy? Are they dishonest? Do we not trust them? And so you are screwing up that powerful signal by not having a photo of yourself right at the top of your homepage. The second thing I see that I think is a mistake is to not have enough information on your website and, and to do it or to do it in the wrong way. Sometimes I see people write about themselves in the third person, which just comes across as weird, right? If you're, if this is your website, that's you. To write about your third self in the third person is, comes across as either insecure or, or narcissistic or both. You want to give enough information about yourself that people feel like they're getting more than they would get from your social media account. 
Presumably that's how somebody finds you. And in this instance, your website is serving as social, social proof that you are a certain kind of professional. So one reason to have a website would be so that if you wanted to work with a store or a brand or some wholesale account or you know some other thing, some other collaboration, whoever you're collaborating with will go and check you out. And this is where a bad website can really screw things up because what they're checking for is what kind of professional are you? And if you present yourself on your website as a really, as a professional professional who's got their act together, who clearly is, you know, understands how to present themselves professionally, that carries a lot of weight. Conversely, if your website does the opposite of that, it can tank things that you don't even know are possibilities because those people will never reach out. So this matters, it really matters. Sometimes people have so much good material in their social media and they just don't, they don't put the same amount of effort into their website. We can get lazy thinking that our website just needs to be a place to sell our thing. And all it is is you're, you know, you're using, you're using the sort of store capability of the website and that's it. And you don't have any interest in doing the other stuff of talking a little bit about yourself, showing your work. Or if you do show your work, you don't show people enough of your work for them to appreciate the breadth of what you have done. I think of the store capacity of a website as being perhaps its least interesting feature. And if that's all that you're trying to take advantage of, it's like, like getting into a car and only being interested in the sunroof. But the point of the thing is that it can get you places. And the sunroof is just a part of that process. It has, you know, actually relatively little value. Now, sure, a store and a website has some value, but the truth is you can sell your work any number of ways, even if you're doing it electronically. There are all sorts of ways that you can sell your work that have nothing to do with entering it, an item into a store that somebody can then buy. And for the purposes of somebody who works for themselves and makes almost one-off things, the store on a website is pretty clunky in terms of selling. Now, when it comes to photography, not only is it fairly common for people's photography on their websites to be less good than on their social media, but it also is quite easy for it to get outdated fast. 
I update my website once a year. And once a year, I go through and I think, my God, my work has changed. Now, there's some photographs that are still good photographs, but in terms of representing your work, if you're growing and developing as a maker, you want to put your best foot forward. And maybe your best work is in the past. You want to pretend that you're still back there, but I would argue that for many of us, our best work is our current work, just by its nature. So you need to be prepared to update your website. I would say once a year is kind of a minimum. And what I found with my own website is that there's always tweaks that I can make to the wording, to what I share and what I don't share. Every six months or so I'm adding a little bit, taking away a little bit, keeping things accurate because stuff changes and there's nothing sadder than a website where it's clear that it's always out of date. Finally, I would work to make your website as simple and clean as possible. And I, I realize this sort of flies in the face of what I was just talking about, but there are all sorts of fancy ways that websites can make things, well, fancier, you know? Photos that scroll through a, a deck of, of slides. Uh, fancy banner things, all that sort of stuff can be a total distraction. And what I would say is keep your website simple enough that it's easy for you to change and update. And also so that when people go to your website, it has a feeling of simplicity to it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out Instagram and then check out literally any other app. One of the things that I think has made Instagram so dominant is that graphically, its app is the cleanest. It is the simplest. And and that really matters. And whenever I'm using some other app that just has more going on visually, it feels overwhelming. And you want to avoid that feeling on your own website as much as possible. That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.